This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. All right, so let's play a little Take Your Pick NBA edition and go down uh, some of the top headlines in the NBA postseason. Take Your Pick. All right. Good morning, Chelsea. Good morning, Jenks. Let's dive right into this. Take your pick NBA style. Number one, it didn't take long for injuries to hit some of the contenders here in the NBA. We saw Miami lose Tyler Hero in game one. Giannis went down in that same game for Milwaukee. And of course, John Morant still dealing with a sore right hand that could keep him out of the Memphis lineup for game two against the Lakers. So Chelsea, we will start with you. Which of those injuries is the most worrisome going forward? Is this a question? Only one of these players is an MVP candidate, and that player is Giannis Antetokounmpo. This has to be the biggest injury. And I know some people are spinning it saying, oh, well, the Bucks are a team that won a ton of games without Giannis. They are so deep that it doesn't matter. This is the postseason. This is a different animal. As opposed to the regular season, you can win some games without your superstar, but not now, and we saw it in the first game. The Bucs need to win games because that's the other classifier. Uh, A team that is already down one game to nothing, I think that team needs their superstar a little bit more than, say, Miami needing Tyler Hero to hit some threes. John Moran, of course, is a big one as well, but – I think he came back in the game. Like, I know he is not 100%, uh, but it's got to be Giannis. I am going to go with John Morant here for a couple reasons. Number one is that Milwaukee has proven that they can win this season without Giannis, but they're probably going to get him back because the x-rays were negative. He's going to be fine. He's just sore, so he will be okay. Might be a little banged up. Here's the thing with Ja. We heard it with A.J. Sala yesterday. Like, if AJ is reflective of how this team feels, like, my God, they're down to the seven-seed Lakers, and they're all upset. And also, this is Jaw's hand. So even if he's – this is a shooting hand. So if you're if you're looking at injuries and how they affect you play or how you, your play, I mean, I feel like your shooting hand is much more significant, particularly when you don't have championship experience. And I think that's probably the overarching thing that makes me sway towards job being more significant because Milwaukee has been in this situation before. Milwaukee has played without Giannis before, and he's going to be back. Whereas Memphis, yeah, they've been in this situation before. They have not succeeded. They haven't won anything. And if his shooting, if John Morant's shooting is affected by this injury, that's a huge loss. So I'm going to say John Morant. Worry about as far as Memphis goes if John Morant can't play. I mean, because as you said, Jinx, Milwaukee has been there, done that. Of course, it was the regular season. It's not the playoffs. Do you worry that the Memphis squad 
is kind of like AJ Salada we had on yesterday that they're all going to be just in their feelings yeah. if Jock can't play. That's kind of what it feels like to me. And here's the thing. Like, I'm not – I maybe AJ is reflective of how that team feels and he has more of a finger on the pulse of uh, what their mentality is. But ultimately, there's no question that Milwaukee is a better team. Like, they do a better job and have throughout this entire season that we've seen. It could be Chris Middleton out. It could be Giannis out. It could be Brooke Lopez. It doesn't matter. Like, whoever is out, they find a way. I know that didn't happen in in that first game, but that's a one-game sample size. Over the course of the season, Memphis without Ja, eh, okay, but Milwaukee can handle it better. So, yeah, Memphis, I think, mentally has more of a challenge here because they haven't been there. All right, let's go to uh, take your pick number two. Some upsets around the NBA in game ones. The Lakers took down Memphis, as we were just talking about. The Clippers surprised the Suns in game one. The Heat, a one one nothing lead over Milwaukee. And now we see Golden State down 0-2 to the Kings. The Knicks up one nothing over the Cavaliers. Lots of upsets. So, Jinx, take your pick. Which of these underdogs is going to complete the task and get it done in round one? Knickerbockers. Let's go Knicks. Jalen Brunson has been great. I mentioned it earlier. Those Cleveland starters are playing a lot of minutes, which is fine for one game. But over the course of a longer series, those minutes start to add up. And honestly, maybe it's good that the Knicks are playing on the road because they have been better on the road than they have been at the Garden all season long. And that's a rarity in the NBA. Most teams obviously play better in front of their home crowd the Knicks aren't one of those teams, at least from a covering perspective. I think the Knicks look good, and Brunson steps up again. They certainly have the talent to match up with the Cavaliers. I think Golden State is done here, and this Draymond thing is just another distraction they don't need. So let's go Knicks. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I think there's several, like Jenks alluded to. You could go Lakers, you could go Kings, and you could go Knicks. I think a lot of these underdogs are live dogs in some of these series. Since you talked about the Knicks, let's talk about the Kings for a second. Uh, the fact that the Warriors are only plus 120 to win this series, they're only plus 120. They're down two games to nothing. That's a huge hole for a series. And the fact that the books are still giving the Warriors a ton of credit, at some point you have to look at the Kings and say, this is a good team that deserves their flowers, that at some point we're going to sit back and say, Oh, I wish I saw this coming because what were the odds to win their division before the season started? Like it was super long shot odds. But now this is a team that despite no playoff experience, they've played the entire season together. And maybe that's one edge that this King Kings team has over some of the rest of the teams uh, in the NBA because they didn't do the load management thing. They have the chemistry worked out, almost like one of those college teams in March Madness that has the veteran guards that have played all these games together, and you see it. They're playing good basketball. So at some point, you got to give the Kings their flowers. So I'll take the Kings. I think they're both good picks. I'm going to go with the team that we've all been just annihilating for the entire year until lately. 
think the Lakers are going to beat Memphis, and I think it may end in five. I think this series is finished. Lakers 18-9 and down the stretch, the fourth-best record in the NBA since the trade deadline. That translates, as we talked about yesterday, Jinx, to a 55-win season, which means they would have been the top seed in the West had they done that all year long. I think the Lakers are not only going to win this series, I think they're going to be a problem against the Kings or the Warriors in round two as well. So, yeah, I think that we may see a lot of upsets here in round number one. All right, finally, let's get to it. The top contenders have looked pretty good here through one game at least. Take your pick. Boston controlling game one against the Hawks. The Nuggets obviously annihilated the Timberwolves. Now, again, the Hawks and T-Wolves are not good teams. But, Chelsea, I'll start with you. Who do we think was more impressive in game one of their series, the Celtics or the Nuggets? I'll go Celtics because I think their defense was better. Like, did anybody expect much out of the T-Wolves? No, they have all sorts of stuff going on, not even on the court, but off the court with Rudy Gobert, the punching, all of that nonsense. The fact that the Celtics are so deep and so good defensively, I think that is the bread and butter for the Celtics is that that can match up with anybody and take away their top scoring threat. Trey Young was not nearly as dynamic as he normally is. A lot of it was he was cold shooting, but still you got to give the Celtics defense some credit here. And plus they've been there, done that. No, they've not won a title, but they've gone deep in the playoffs to where I think they deserve the extra little nudge for that reason. So I'll go Celtics. I'm going to go Nuggets here because, first of all, the Hawks don't impress me. Well, the T-Wolves don't impress me either. You said it, Bill. Neither of these teams are great. But the thing with the Nuggets is they did it as a team. Whereas when you think of the Nuggets, you think about the Joker having to go off. But at the end of the season, Michael Porter Jr. was not healthy. Jamal Murray was not healthy. All of those guys played, and it was Jamal Murray who led the team. So when the Nuggets can dominate Minnesota – with Nikola Jokic not having to have a triple-double, then to me, that's more of a team effort, and they're going to need that moving ahead. So I'm going to go Denver. For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.